Mob. Got a Goni show going on today. How you doing? Wow. We got the boys, Boo. Wayne, Beggs, uh-huh. coming in here. Boo. What's up, boys? How you doing today? Already hating. feel like a cricket Monday. hating. Man, well, welcome to the show. We got football three weeks away. Got a little award show we're going to do. Got uh, a little draft we're going to do as well. Should be exciting. We got football three weeks away, boys. How you feel about it? Uh, I'm giddy. I'm giddy. Giddy, man. There, there's two times down. of the year I get giddy for. March Madness and football season. It's it's like the Christmas for fantasy football players. It really it's, is. It's the Christmas that doesn't absolutely demolish my bank account. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. You John, guys what's, see... what's, your, uh, what's your first day of football tradition, man? Let's sit on the couch for seven hours of commercial free football with some wings, some pizza, you know, a couple beers. Just that's that's pretty much it, man. I'm in my happy place. Love it, bro. Does does mama know? Oh, yeah, she knows. Usually, uh, like I told Wayne the other day from, you know, February all the way to August, Sundays are free. But from there on September to uh, February, basically, it Sundays are locked up. Locked up. It's Locked not true. You don't have a choice. Boys, we got just a little bit of news. You guys see the Deshaun Watson uh, settlement? The NFL and the NFLPA agreed to an 11-game suspension and a $5 million fine. How you feel Ouch. about it? Who, fine paid by who? Deshaun or the Browns? But it'll be by Watson. Ouch. It might be the most ever. It's got to be. $11 yeah. Million? yeah, but how much was his deal it it's doesn't 11 matter. Games. 11 million five. is going to hurt regardless. Five, yeah. 5 million. 11 games. Five million. Yeah, 11 games. 5, five million, million, 11 games. Oh, with 5 million. <laughs> Which doesn't the 11 games sound a little weird to you? Not not 12, not 10, not anything like that. I think it's a little ploy. I didn't it. And his first game back that he'll be eligible for is at Houston. If, NFL set that one up. If that doesn't tell you the league's rigged, I don't know what. What will week thirteen at Houston will be his his first game back? Ain't that something? Oh, I bet that till uh, that'll be a TV game. Yeah, absolutely, prime time for sure. They'll they'll bump whatever else out of the way, and that's a prime timer for sure. Wayne, I got one more for you. Brady hasn't been to training camp, man. He's got no set return date. You worried? Yes. It's it's already it's already um, affected our Super Bowl odds. The Bucks have dropped because there's quote uncertainty around the Tom Brady situation. He wouldn't do that, dude. He wouldn't do that. Tom Brady's a professional. He wouldn't say I'm coming back and then in preseason say just joking. He wouldn't do that, right? I mean, he's Tom Brady. Nah. He'll do whatever he wants. But at the same time, like that's a bush league way to go. Yeah, you can't go out on that. Like, I don't see it. You know, maybe it's just the media hyping stuff up, and each passing day makes you a little bit more worried. But, uh, but it's Tom Brady there. as well. He doesn't need training camp. If he showed up in no. the locker room an hour pregame, week one, he'd, he'd be fine. That's so maybe, that, maybe that's his mindset. <laughs> He'll come in with his Uggs ready to ready to ball out for you yeah. week one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping that's more of what it is. Is like he's been through 23, 22 training camps. This is the 23rd. Is like, does he really need another training camp? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the Bruce Arians effect, man. You know, like Bruce was a guy. Players gravitate toward him. He's you chill. Know, I, He's chill. Just do your job and do what yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he, we'll he's see. on a cruise somewhere right now. 
Yeah, it's family time. He's getting it in before the season. He's Absolutely. always wanted it, so hopefully that'll be it. So let's jump into some of these awards. We've got a little bit of a lighthearted episode here. We're going to start off with the Pac-Man Jones Award for you, Beggs. The first player to be arrested this year. Who is our winner? People don't even know what this episode's about, man. This is a, this is a terrible Did, intro job. Said we have awards. Said we have a little draft going on. I don't know if you were paying attention. You can play it back. Um, we, Mad Mom, yeah. it's, a, it's a superlative show. We, we, we've got awards that we've, uh, we've funnily named that uh, we're going to go through. and Funnily. Funnily. Yeah, like we named them through a funnel. That's uh-huh. a name. That's they a weren't word, funny. Right? Pick up like this and not like this, like Wayne was saying. Oh, God, don't get into that again. You're just so wrong. Good times. Good times. Let me ask my good friend Webster. Oh, yeah, it's a word. Morons. All right. Well, Hit you your have. Uh, I do. I do. Listen, boys, I, I've got a theory, and, and it's a guy I'm fading anyway, but I'm, I'm extra going to fade him after thinking about this question. All right. So when I was thinking about it, I was like, well, I feel like I want to go to a warm climate. I want guys out at the strip clubs. I want them out at the bars at night. I want them skipping practices, riding in Lambos, you know, around the highway. I know they don't have those up north. They're all, they're only in warm coastal towns. I'm going to go with Tyree Kill here. He, he's hmm. got he's got a history of domestic violence in Oregon State. I think actually in the NFL when it came out, they just kind of the Chiefs kind of looked over it. He's going to be frustrated. He lost Patrick Mahomes. Gonna be a little worse. He's gonna have money to blow. I'm not saying that he's gonna hit a woman in the face, but I have a feeling he's gonna cause a disturbance in a public area in a Miami strip club or bar late at night. So Tyreek Hill for domestic violence is the final answer there. Tyreek Hill for disturbing the peace. Final answer. All right. In Miami. Got the whole clue breakdown. Miami. I mean, I mean, it's Miami, right? People Here, get in trouble in Miami. Here's my only thing to refute with that, and these are superlatives, so I'm not really, I'm not standing behind any argument against what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, uh, I stumbled across Tyreek Hill's um, YouTube page where he okay. did uh, pretty much little cribs episode um, about a house in Miami. Uh, he's from Dor- he's from Georgia. So his family's from the South. He apparently moved like all his family to Miami with him in this big mansion. He's he's like, it's, it's filled with his family. Like he's got a guest house. That's like five times the size of my primary residence. So, I mean, that's only, maybe his family will keep him grounded. They might, but I, but I, but I love your logic. I love how you came across that going from, going from Missouri to, to Miami you don't have more to do. I feel you. I feel you. It's it's a good point. It's a great point. I mean, we saw the tweets when he left Kansas City, right? He had to send a shot at Pat Mahomes' brother, which, hang on, let's do a little sidebar here because Goni did such a poor job of hosting. I didn't get a chance to get this out of here, so. <laughs> Terrible. We're, like, Pat Mahomes' PR team. Like, bro, get your wife out of the limelight. Get your brother out of the limelight. I mean, do you guys feel like it hurt, It hurts his cred a little bit? 100%. Uh, yeah. If he like, wasn't such a good football player, he would probably be hated just because, just as collateral. Yeah, like, where, where's his PR team? Like, 
he's got he's got to know too. Like, did did you all see the clip where he's sitting courtside at a basketball game and he like says something to his wife, and she like turns away from him, and makes like this such a childish face over something. You remember that? He like whispers something to her, and the video slow mo's at her looking away, going. Yeah, I feel I like, like it. Oh god. Have you guys seen the one of last year, the KC and Buffalo game where KC wins and she's in a box that's open spraying champagne out onto Bills fans, like completely unaware, but just spraying champagne, showering Bills fans, and they are very angry, obviously. Yeah, you can't do that uh, to just, Buffalo fans. <laughs> nah, man. They jump through tables. They're, they're yeah. nuts. They have wild tailgates as well. Hey, she's got that boy whooped. That's the only explanation. He is whooped. Pat, you're five hundred million dollar man, buddy. Probably more with all your all your deals. There are I'm more sure he spent half of it on ketchup. Man yeah. loves his ketchup. Pay her, pay her her two hundred fifty million, and go find. Well, a has it? Th- there's a certain time for Al. Oh, never mind. Hey, she's two kids with her. He's done for. He's he just said he, he tried to find me out. Yeah, yeah I tried. I tried, Pat. Sorry, man. Ah, Pat. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I had to get a chance to get that in the intro. Uh, well, I'm past the intro, man. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even notice it. Uh, anyway, I know. I know. I we're, we're, we're gonna go to the the second award. That's where we the intro, you know, kind of ended when we started the awards. But this one's for Wayne. It's the Ryan Fitzpatrick Award. Who's your candidate to be the first quarterback to lose his job this year? Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that has already lost his starting job in the NFL. Uh, I'm going to go with Marcus Mariota. Atlanta is not um, obviously signing him as an end-all, be-all, hence why they went and got Desmond Ritter. I mean, he doesn't have a ton of draft capital uh, being drafted, you know, 10th in the third round. But he you kind of like what you saw out of him in the first preseason game, right? And I don't hang my hat too much on preseason, but he went, what, 10 for 22, which, you know, isn't a great completion percentage, but um, it was over 100 yards, uh, two touchdowns, uh, no picks. And then he rushed uh, six times for 59 yards, uh, almost averaging a first down every time he he got on the ground. Um, I I don't think Marcus Mariota's good. I think he's going to lose this job as well. And when I look at all the other rookies uh, that were drafted, I think he's got um, the best bet to take the job. Uh, Obviously, you know, Mitch Trubisky, that's his job to lose as well. But I just – nothing – Marcus Mariota hasn't been impressive since, like, his second year. He Man, he was the number two overall pick, right? Yeah, it was the Jameis Winston year. Yeah, to me, he and Trubisky are both in the same boat. They could have great years, and they're still going to get Ryan Fitzpatrick for the rookie next year, right? Most likely. Our players. Mitch, Mitch, yeah. maybe not, but Marcus Mariota. What is he it? Gone. His eighth, yeah, ninth year. I mean, if you haven't figured it out by now, you ain't going to figure it out. Uh, I feel like Atlanta was just scraping the bottom of the, cor- the quarterback bin and just said, "Oh crap." It's quarterbacks Mario. and wide receivers. They came into this, the uh, draft with like zero on the roster just because of all the things that have happened. And yeah, Wayne's one hundred percent right. He's he probably first up to bat for losing his job at the quarterback position yeah. this year. Atlanta didn't go hunting for Mariota, right? We can all agree on that. They didn't go choose him. He 
he was just there by default. I beg to differ. I feel like they did choose him because he's bad. So you're you're paying cheap money. You're competing, but you're really tanking because you want a top five pick next year. So you put a proven uh, playoff quarterback out there for your Atlanta fans. And hey, we're we're trying. We're trying here. So, and also, so, and also, we drafted a quarterback, so don't hate us too much. Yeah. So, he, so he's more Mike Glennon than Ryan Fitzpatrick to you, Goni. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick at least put up numbers. Mariota is not going to put up numbers. All right, fair enough. Fitz magic. So, going on to the next one, we have the Saquon McCaffrey Award, which is the first player to get a season-ending injury. I actually just pivoted off of it. I was going to take Lamar Jackson, who I'd mentioned earlier in the year and affected my rankings. I thought he was going to have to do too much. Begs might like this one, and it really, really pains me to say it, but I'm going to give it to Justin Fields. And I say this solely based on what I saw the other night where they were playing against the Seahawks, and the Seahawks have to have one of the worst teams top to bottom in the entire league and Justin Fields in one drive is running for his life. You have Seahawks defenders in the backfield in two seconds. He's trying dump-offs. He's trying rollouts. He's he's. I just don't see how he makes it through the entire season with the line that he's got. He's going to be running for his life. He's not a big guy, and it's just going to hurt. I hope he puts up six games, and that'll probably put uh, Zach Wilson away for a doink bet. <laughs> Man, I told you, I tried try to tell you, man, Chicago is horrible. They're atrocious. Rookie head coach, worst offensive line of the league, man. Yeah, I saw it firsthand. And, you know, when the Seattle Seahawks defensive line is breaking through and looking like the Bosa brothers or, you know, just <laughs> uh, Aaron Donald, you know, there's a problem. So that one was kind of an easy pivot for me there. Yeah. It, it, I, it, I, I, good, good on you for watching that. I promise you, I was not checking my watch for when the Bears were playing the Seahawks in the preseason. It's just football, man. Like I said, I'm happy. I'm counting down. I'm trying to see the first couple drives at least. You know, I'm not going to stick around and watch the entire game. Maybe for some of these stashes that we have, you know, on our dynasty rosters, I might want to see if they get a little PT, but I'm pretty much box score watching, you know, in the second half of game, seeing what the end line is for them. Right, right. All right, Beggs, this one is for you. It's the Josh Gordon Award. Mad Mob can probably already guess what this is, but it is the first to be suspended for substance abuse. Who you got? <laughs> well, I was going to say Justin Fields because I think that's... Because uh, of the beating? <laughs> he's he's going to take a walloping uh, out there. But I'll pivot. Um Call this a gut feeling. I'm going to call my shot here. I'm the babe right now with my mic. Dang. How, how do you feel if you're if you're the name that comes out of Begley's mouth and he just got a gut feeling you're going to go out like this? Feel <laughs> gut feeling you're going to take some peds. You're going to take some deer antler spray. Zach Moss for the Buffalo Bills is my answer. Hmm. He, uh, you know, he's lost his job. He's on the way out. The only way he can compete is if he can turn himself into the Incredible Hulk, try to smash in eight touchdowns this year. I mean, this guy's taking Diana. He's taking Trin. He's he's tripling down every test cycle he can find. It's Zach Moss. Zach Moss. He lost his job. His wife left him. He didn't get the kids. <laughs> he's going to get into all this stuff, apparently, huh? 
He's got two spikes out of the league right now. I mean, he's he's looking at Canada. It's Zach Moss. <laughs> he's done. XFL's coming back. He's, a, he's got a he, chance for the XFL. I could have swore I saw it on TV. I believe so. They they rebooted it for the millionth time. So yeah. I mean, but Dwayne Johnson's at the helm now. Oh man, really? Vince McMahon couldn't get it done. So hopefully the Rock's got it. It's just not there, man. I can't watch football in the summer. I don't the know. good thing the good thing about it now is the Rock can probably pay everybody in the XFL for just a couple of years out of his pocket. Spikes. And I mean that Good man's role. got that man's an advertising monster in and of itself, just with his Instagram. So, do we think it'll ever become a a developmental league? Do you think they'll? I think they it have should to get to be a certain threshold. I think it should be like a G League type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like. You can't you can't let people rot there like you can let people rot in the G League. You know what I mean? Like like hits hits in, <laughs> at any level of football is going to affect your body. So I mean True. maybe maybe let your quarterback. You know, I, it'd be sweet if there was like affiliations, like in baseball, and you could have you could draft a quarterback and start him immediately for your XFL team and let him develop there. That'd be pretty cool. Hmm. I feel like it, it happens that like we still from the from the CFL sometimes, right? Like Doug Flutie, I know Kurt Warner was one. Uh, there might be some skill position players, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, it's it's I, rare. But we we've, we've seen a couple though come over, like uh, PJ Walker from the yeah. Panthers. He got some PT, I think, last year. Uh, and he's just, I mean, he tore it up, you know, in in other leagues, but he's just it's a different whole different ball game, you know, when you get to the NFL. But like Wayne said. G League, you can develop. Some of these guys can come out. I can see it. Yeah. Not a bad uh, idea. He's right, though, man. These guys are getting tore up. He, yeah. It's a damaged product. I, it just it just won't happen. It won't happen unless the NFL allows it because they don't want any competition. Like back in the day when it was uh, – yeah. when there were two leagues and, like, you know, you got people like Jim Kelly going back and forth on who's paying them the most – um, the only way it'll survive is if it's in partnership with the NFL. Yeah. Agreed. Wayne, got you for the Jeff Fisher Award. Who's the first coach getting fired this year? Mm. There are a couple of coaches on the hot seat. If I had to if I had to pick one out, I'm gonna stay in the division that I'm familiar with. I'm gonna go with uh uh Matt Rule. Man, that's exactly uh, what Panthers. Uh, he's he's got that 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 Greg Schiano feel to me, you know, like like a great you know a great college uh, coach. He he started with Temple and he turned them from trash to a bowl team, then went to Baylor and they went from trash to a bowl team. But his first year at Carolina, they went five and eleven, and then uh, the NFL decided to go to um, seventeen games, and he said, okay. Uh, so we'll be five and twelve next year, and that's exactly what happened. He's not in a tough division. There's no reason you should only be winning five games in that division. Uh, he hasn't really done anything. Um, he went out and got Sam Darnold, and then he went out and got Baker Mayfield. I, he's not he's not doing anything from a personnel standpoint that's showing that he's in a pretty good rebuild. Um, the only thing he's got going for him is is DJ Moore's on his roster. Am I right? CMC. He's also got CMC. <laughs> yeah. He just he's shown zero improvement 
and, and this is his third year, it, it's got to be one of those things where he's like, what am I doing in the NFL? You know, he's he was a stud in college. He, I I think he's I think he's got a foot back in the CFB. Yeah. How many wins does it take for him to keep his job, in your opinion? This year, obviously. Eight. Eight wins does eight nine season secures another year. I think so. I think. Okay. I mean, if you're a Carolina fan and you've been getting four or five win seasons, and all of a sudden you almost double that. It's improvement. I, or at I least think, on the up I, and up. I, I think mentally he's he wants to be back. He wants to be that dude back in. He took Baylor from one and eleven to eleven and three. He took Temple from two and ten to ten and three. You know what I mean? Like he he's a great college coach. Do you? What would you rather do? Like you personally? Like outside? Like just your boss aside? Would you rather be a stud college coach or a subpar? To poor NFL coach, Nick Saban. Stud. I'm taking the NFL, man. I don't want to recruit the stud. Recruiting just drains your life. You're on a plane on the road. Constantly. You got people for that, man. Yep. At Baylor and Temple, though, do you? Baylor, yeah. He's he's recruit. going he's going to a Power Five school if he goes back. I mean, Beggs would rather be the laughing stock of the league than the stud of the league. Do they say he's really hard for it? He's really hard to play for, too. I think he's like uh, kind of a, what's the word, like a strict disciplinarian. Yeah, which is great for college, and it just does not work yeah. out in the NFL. Yeah. Let me throw, first of all, when we get Wayne out of the host booth, this is it's just great analysis, by the way. Well I appreciate done. that. We've had some fans that they just need to get introduced to Wayne in the analysis. One in That's particular, what, I'm not going to mention his name, but we have one in particular that needs to know. Uh, what about Mike Mike McCarthy from Dallas? He's, nah. he's a good one. Well, he's a good one because I think the Cowboys want Sean Payton, and I think Sean Payton want the Cowboys. I think that's why he retired this year, is so he can sit out a year and not. Uh, Sean Payton, the Sean Payton might be coming to Dallas, regardless of what Mike McCarthy does. <laughs> Hey. I think he's safe, man. Uh, it, it took a while for Jason Garrett to get the boot on it, and then he you know, had a phenomenal season when he was on the line and then went right back to being mediocre. Jerry hey, Jones does like – Jerry Jones does like uh, inviting all his head coaches to all his birthday parties and, and dinners and letting them stay over at his house for some reason. He does. That's where all the strippers are. What do you so, get Jerry Jones for his birthday? Strippers, more strippers. life alert. <laughs> just strippers, just women. Dude, uh, okay. Videos of him like groping women in the in the press boxes and in the suites. Nah, but he's old and creepy, and he looks terrible. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. He fits the uh, bill. He's so gross, man. That's my guy. Like, I, that's my guy. <laughs> that's my guy, dude. What that's a follow up statement. That's my guy. But he's yeah. well, like if Jerry Jones is listening to this, he's like, huh. Oh, but I'm his guy. I'll give but him I'm his guy. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm trying to get his tickets out to Dallas, boys. Fair he enough. Did, he, he did it for I'm sure. Before. I'm sure you'll get an invite next year. Hey, okay. It's on the way. It's on the way. Next up, we have the David Johnson Eddie Lacy Award for Underperformer of the Year. I was thinking about it. I was looking through, you know, some of the top guys. And this doesn't even have to do with injury. It's just you're just going to play and come out and either the role is going to be taken from you or 
I just don't really believe in you. And it, it hurts a little bit, but for me, it's going to be Antonio Gibson this year. Just got too many, you know, factors playing in. He's been playing, you know, with the third team in, in training camp, running with the threes. Brian Robinson is, he's looking okay. Antonio Gibson fumbled, you know, in the last preseason game as well. You have to have that ball security. He has fumbling problems over, you know, the last couple of years of his career. And it's just, it doesn't look good for him. So, I mean, I'm, I'm staying away from him at all costs. I don't really want any Antonio Gibson shares. Unfortunately, I have him in our basketball ball league, which is a combo of <laughs> baseball, basketball, and football. And I don't love it. I'm, I'm trying to off him for almost anything I can get, and no one will bite on it. So, thank Antonio Gibson, guys. Is, is he one of those unique players where his draft position is the same in a dynasty as a redraft? He might be. I mean, who else would be like? Because he's got the he's got the age. He's got the age for it to be more appealing for a dynasty. So you're like, oh, I've got a longer shelf life on this running back. But his world is falling apart, just falling apart. So little man, he's too small. I mean, he he can't run between the tackles. He gets hurt. Well, Andy plays. Andy plays on the Commanders. And he plays on the Commanders. Yeah, on the Commanders. Facts. They they paid a guy to you know catch the footballs out of the backfield. They drafted a guy to run the footballs out of the backfield, uh, and it's just it's looking worse and worse for him all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's a good one. I agree. Man, all right. So next up, we got the James Robinson Award for Begs. Give us the running back that'll come out of nowhere to be great for fantasy this year. Uh, it's my guy, Damian Pierce, out of Houston. Uh, his only competition is Rex Burkhead, who uh, – let me check the stats. He's 71 uh, years old. So not too worried about Rex. He's got Marlon Mack down there coming off a of torn Achilles. It's well documented. I hate people. I, I hate people who have weak Achilles tendons. It's a major injury, right? We None of my that. real life even have Achilles tendon injuries. Uh, I cut you off as a friend. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a major injury. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I, I think this is a backfield where, you know, Rex is going to, he'll take some two minute drills from you. Uh, no doubt about it. And it's going to be infuriate you as a, as a Damian Pierce owner, but he's going to the backfield to himself. He, he had 106 carries his junior year, a hundred carries his senior year in college. That's not a lot. He averaged almost six yards of carry his senior year. I had 13 touchdowns, 510, 215. This guy's a bowling ball. Love Damian Pierce. It'll be his backfield. Now, what that means, I don't know, but it'll be his backfield. He'll have the opportunity. I like it. He he looks like he runs with some juice, man. At least over these preseason games and some of the clips I've seen here and there. So, how do you, he could how be do the guy. Feel, how do you feel about Tyler Alligator? Mm. I honestly three I, three I, rushes for twenty five yards in his first preseason game. Yeah, he looked good. Damian, I think had five for forty. Uh, so they're right there with each other. They, he looks good. I, I just think I like Houston better than I like Atlanta, just as an offense in general. I think there's more opportunities in Houston. But oh, Tyler, okay. Opportun- eh. okay. Algier. Tyler Algier is not a bad pick, though. The alligator. Not a bad pick at all. I don't hate it. It, it is a good pick. It is. I, I, I can't fault you for it. I like it. Next up, we've got the Jamar Chase Award. Now, this isn't a guy that's, you know, necessarily going to break the rookie receiving record, but Wayne, we're looking for the most successful rookie wide receiver this year. Who you got? Oh, uh, so 
I, uh, Mad Mob, let me preface. In no, I looked at all the rookies that were coming out, and there's nobody that's going to be a Jamar Chase this year. Um, like like Goni said, this is just who I think has the opportunity to be the most successful rookie among them. Um, uh, looking at them, uh, I, if you listen to our episodes um, earlier, I was high on Chris Olave, and then um, the Saints went out and got Jarvis Landry. Um, Christian Watson just keeps tumbling in their depth chart for some reason, so I can't go that way. Um, Traylon Burks, uh, I, I'm high on, but I still see him as you know a back end flex. Um, when I'm looking at somebody that has an opportunity to be very successful, uh, Sky Moore <coughs> sticks out to me. Um, he's on an extremely high-powered offense with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, just his uh, first preseason game, three for three, 23 yards. Um, he, he went to Western Michigan, and while he was in college, he went from quarterback to DB to wide receiver. The man's an elite athlete. He can play all over the field. 1,300 yards on 95 receptions. Uh, in college, and that's extremely efficient. He ran a 4-4 at the combine. He's fast. He's not very big. Uh, and Pat Mahomes is still looking for his guy. You know, he lost his guy. He lost. He even lost Byron Pringle. You know, so he's if he can establish that connection with Pat Mahomes, he could shoot up in value. And if he does, I just look out. He's going to be on every starting lineup. I love it, man. I love it. He's going to have an opportunity. He had very little competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think Nicole Hardman has played his way out of being a starter? He he just hurt his groin. Ah. Yeah. I, I mean, even just fully healthy. The man's been given chance after chance and just hasn't exactly. done it. Exactly. He just he can't he can't win his way up the depth chart. He hasn't been able to do it for years. And yeah. then they go out and they get – if they were okay with me, Cole, do they draft Sky Moore? I, I think I they're know. well aware that they that they have a big hole at receiver and me, Cole, ain't feeling nothing. Nah. Byron Pringle came and moved up the depth chart above me, Cole Hardman. Dude, I mean, there's no way Kansas City averages 17 a game, right? Like it, no. With Andy and Pat, somebody's going to score. Yeah, somebody's not with Pat Mahomes, yeah. Pat Mahomes. That's all you need, man. Love the pick. We'll make it happen there. All right, so we're going to play a little game here. We took the longest odds teams to win the Super Bowl. We have a short list of them. Run through it. It's the Bears, Panthers, Giants, Jaguars, Texans, Lions, and Jets. First, we're going to do a quick little two-round draft, snake draft, to pick the teams and we're looking for our teams to have the best winning record at the end of the season. Then after that, we're going to do a nice little draft of these crappy teams and see the players that we get. And we're going to put a doink on both of these. Right, gentlemen? Absolutely. So it should I, I be fun. I wouldn't have it any other way. Beggs is going to go last in the plus 10,000 odds because of the doink ledger as of right now. He will go first in the player draft, though, because we'll be reversing. So, it's between Wayne and I. Wayne, challenge you to a Rochambeau, sir. Mm. You ready? Two best two out of three. Just hang on, Wayne's, Wayne's flaring the lats. Let me get my mic out of the way. Well, I was I was actually just shifting my side boob out of the way. Oh, nice. nice. I appreciate that, stretches. though. The lats right. are flared. The brim is bent. Here we go. We're going to do best two out of three. Ready? Rock. Paper, scissors. Wait, Uh-oh. wait, wait. Uh oh. 
cadence. The cadence was horrendous, boys. That was awful. The cadence. Then you, was why, why'd you, you why'd you say why'd you say rock? Uh, just as you're saying rock, you need to be uh-huh. coming down, dude. Just take it. If you got so much to complain about, just take it. It's fine. No, I want to beat you. Then, I want to beat you in everything. And in rock me paper doing scissors cadence, is no different. Just just do it, man. It, it clearly bothered you. So go ahead. Oh, boys, let's go. All right, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Goni had the Goni had the skizzers. Yep. Rock, Goni, oh. paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. One okay. to one. One 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 one. Here. Right. Rock. A lot of paper, travel. Right. Scissors, shoot. All right. He's it's got one. the number one. Suck pick. it! I win in everything. Yeah. Everything. You get him out of the host booth. This man gets mythical powers. Look, 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 look. <laughs> feels good. I know. It feels good. It, I know. It, if if my reaction doesn't tell you how much we like to beat each other in things, then I don't know what will. It's on the daily, Mad Mob. All right, Wayne's got the first pick. Take your pick of these crappies. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won. I won this one, rec- and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me the Panthers. I just pooped on Matt Rule. He's on the hot seat. Lucky but dude, if CM, if CMC stays healthy, they they're successful. Uh, they got they got my boy DJ Moore. They got Baker. I'm looking at all these quarterbacks in here. I'm looking at all these running backs, and they have the best opportunity to be successful ish. Panthers locking it. All right, Panthers. It is. I immediately went and grabbed the Lions. Wow. Said no one ever, I don't think, in the history of football. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm taking the Lions, man. They're a gritty team last year. They, you know, play hard-nosed football, smash mouth. They had a lot of close losses last year, a lot of one-possession games. So I'm hoping to build off of that this year. They they, they might do it, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. We're picking out, out of the worst of the worst here, so – Lions, lock it in. Bags, you have back-to-backs. It's not going to be the Bears. Uh, I don't know that Fields can muster three wins. If he gets five, I might eat my shorts. Uh, Hold them to it. Giants are in the division of champions. The worst division in football. Uh, it's between the Giants, Texans, and Jets. The Jets upgraded their roster, but I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to take Danny Dimes here. We roll with my guy. There's a lot of talent. Even though Kenny Galladay is an NPC at this point at practice, he he refuses to put on his pads. He's just hurt. He's just hurt all the time. Okay. He's the guy that gives daps. I mean, that's just that's just who he is now. <laughs> the hype man. He's he's the dap giver. Yeah. Uh, Seventy-two million. Texans or Jets? Do I like the roster? I'm gonna take the Jets. Uh, gross. Uh, oh, he's going double New York teams for the loss. I am Meadowlands, baby. Uh, I, I like him over the Texans. I think their overall roster is better. It doesn't mean anything. They do have Mo Salah uh, still at the helm, so we'll see. Uh, okay. All uh, right. Uh, I, I actually like it coming back to me. All right, so Begley took both of the New York teams for the loss here. Absolutely. Uh, Bold strat, bold strat. Uh, looking at it, man, we have the Bears, Jaguars, and Texans. And I mean, the Bears are out of it. Bears are out of it just because of that O line. 
But I think I'm going to actually go with the Jaguars this year, man. Uh, that'll be my pick. I, I'm looking for more development from Trevor Lawrence. I'm looking for a year of Urban Meyerless football in Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we have to see what we have at a Travis Etienne, man. So I look for development. I look for them to build on their season last year and grow as a team under a good head coach or at least a better one that's not toxic. That's the pick. That's the pick. Jaguars, Lions, puke. Strong culture down there in Jacksonville. Oh, man. Wayne, hmm. down to you for the last pick. Bears? Bears, Texas, Texas baby. It's an easy choice. Is it? Are you kidding me? I'm Roquan thinking Bears. Roquan Smith just accepted a trade. Who do the Bears have on the roster anymore? David Montgomery, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. Hey, if that's your guys. We've got we've got Marlon Mack, Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins. Quarterback. I mean, ugh. It's Davis Mills, dude. It's not like it's it's not like I'm. Is it the Texans? Then? Texans is the pick. No, no. I think I'm going Bears. He's going Bears. Wow. A little tougher division. Hey, Bears are Bears sneakily might that NFC North might be the second best division in football. It's possible. Um, every team is right around the same. Benchmark, except for the Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings. I mean, that they're neck and neck, man. I don't know. I mean, the Texans obviously lose both games to Indianapolis, lose both games to Tennessee, split with the Jags at best. Maybe. I mean, let's uh, looking at the divisions. They're probably going to get both teams are going to get swept by at least two people in their division. What are you looking like that? Are are the Colts not going to sweep the Texans? I'm just Guys, saying, we're, we're, we're literally picking plus 10,000 odds to win the Super Bowl. I don't think there's a wrong pick here. Wayne, don't let him, let him get you on that. Oh, he's going Bears. I love it. He's got the Bears. Lock it in. I'm not talking about it. That's how much Beggs hates Justin Fields is he wants you to not pick the Bears as a whole. No, he got the Bears. He, he locked it in. Put a master lock on it. Oh yeah, it's it's locked in. So the uh, the teams we're gonna be rooting for this year. Wayne's got the Bears and Panthers. Beggs, Beggs has Team New York over here with the Giants and the Jets, Oops. and myself, Jaguars and Lions. Best of luck to you, gentlemen. Ten wins total will probably win this bet. <laughs> Gone is so. going with the store powerhouses. I like it. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. It's it's the dawn of a new era. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into another draft, drafting players from only these crappy teams here. We're going to run a snake draft. Begley, you'll have the first pick since you had the last pick in that previous draft. So who are you going to kick it off with? It's awful. It's awful. The joint bet I lost, by the way, Mad Mob, was a uh, – he took John Mechie's cancer and turned it No, around. no. He, he, if you're going to display the you terms took, of the doink bet, display them correctly. It was who will have a better fantasy season, John Mechie, who Beggs took, or Christian Watson, who I took. 
I would have won until cancer struck, and he used it against me. Wow. Hey, man, if, if you made that bet in a casino, would they refund you your money? Thank they you. Would. They wouldn't. No, I don't they think they would refund man. your money. You'd lose it. All bets you would are lose that money. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I don't want dead. it to happen like that, but a loss is a loss, and I love giving out a doink. Wow. Wow. Now that we have that out of the way, you can go ahead and take your first pick. Uh, you're, you're about to lose the majority of them, probably, Vegs. Come on now. Stop it. St- stop, trying to, stop trying to start a pity party, man. Get out of here. You I lost. Know. I know. You this, lost. I'm, take the ill. Get a well, GoFundMe for doinks for Beggs over here. I'm a little salty. I can't play Rochambeau on camera. It looked like a lot of fun. So that's all I'm going to say. It was fun for one of us. It was a good time either way. At least I got to play. All right, I, I, I hate drafting from the one spot, but uh, first pick, got to be CMC. Rolling with my guy. CMC, first pick. Yeah. Easy call to me. I mean, it's it's CMC, Saquon, DeAndre Swift. We're the only three I seriously considered. Uh, I think CMC has a much higher ceiling than all, all of those. We'll see. There will be a doink on this. This should be interesting to follow all year. With the second pick... Second pick, I mean, you kind of nailed it there. I'm, I'm going to have to take DeAndre Swift, honestly. The Dang. running backs are not deep in this draft <laughs> by any means. Shallow, some would say. Wayne has back-to-backs, and there is a 0% chance that Swift would have ever made it back to me. Zero. So that's, it's just the easy answer, man. Let's, let's let Wayne get these uh, studlins in here. Um, I, I hate that you took DeAndre Swift. I thought that maybe in the realm of it was in the realm of possibility that you'd take Saquon Barkley, but you didn't. Never. And and you forced my hand. I, I had yeah. to t- have to take Saquon. Um, next it was a toss up between um David Montgomery and ETN. I and it's a really tough one for me it personally. Is. It is. Because that Bears offensive line scares me. David Montgomery is going to get a lot of volume, but is he going to get is he going to get three hundred carries for five hundred yards this year? <laughs> uh, oh my god! Remains to be seen. What TBD. About, what about the major Liz Frank injury? Does that scare you? Um, I'm going with ETN here. On Travis ETN, Saquon Barkley okay. and ETN. He's got his two running backs. It's back to me now on the clock. Looking at the roster, I think I'm going to beat Beggs to the punch. I think he's going running back wide receiver. I'm going to take the love of Wayne's life. Don't you do it. DJ Moore. That's frustrating. I'm surprised you didn't take him with your first pick, man. Shame on you. You know my strat, dude. I got to take personal love out of drafting. Whenever I love a player, that's when I lose drafts. You have to take personal love out of out of your picks. Damn. I'll All probably fandom. be better for it, but, man, I wanted him on my squad. DJ Moore it is. Wow. Did I snipe you on that one, Biggs? Were you going to take him with I one of your two? Yeah, well, absolutely. Okay. I, I look forward to Wayne rooting against DJ Moore. Never. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take David Montgomery to pair with CMC. Um you know, if Goni took Montgomery, I was going to take DJ. But I feel like I have probably the best backfield in the league right there at CMC Montgomery. Um, 
going going to have to pivot to wide receiver. I'm looking at Darnell Mooney or Brandon Cooks, I think. Uh, you know, Cooks, is you know what he's going to give you. He's going to be a floor. I think Mooney's got major potential just on 100,000 100, targets this year. I'm gonna play Justin it safe. Fields. I'm gonna play it safe because I know it's not gonna get back around to me. I'll let somebody else take Mooney. Wayne, you can have him. I'm gonna take Brandon Cooks. I like Brandon David Cooks. Mills. I like David Mills. I'm gonna take the safe floor. I feel like I need conservative points because McCaffrey's always a risk. Beggs brings up the volume of Darnell Mooney and then proceeds to hate volume by not taking Darnell Mooney. Very vaguely, like I, right there. I need, I need conservative. Uh, I need safe floors with CMC, so that's why I'm taking Cooks. Wayne, we need a drop for whenever we get a Begley backtrack. Can we do that? We need a Begley backtrack drop. Well, uh, hang on. The host, no, the host has to be bipartisan. It'd be great. If he's I'm just not, throwing out suggestions. That's all. If this is the best I got for him. I don't hear anything. Uh, we heard nothing. That's fine. You don't have to hear it. Oh, the people enough. heard it. That'll do. Coming back to me, I actually thought that I was going to get robbed on uh, a second running back. I was going to pivot and go elsewhere, but got to take him. Brees Hall, man. Take Brees Hall you can as my RB2 to pair with DeAndre Swift and DJ Moore as the wide receiver. Wayne, you're up for two picks. Um, Give me, give me Darnell Mooney. Easy money there. Easy. I mean, he's plus. Uh, maybe we can work out a trade or something. Maybe. Okay, just thought I'd throw that out there. Maybe. Let's see here. Takes a Darnell Mooney with the first pick. At the I'm, turn, I'm okay. With a few guys here. So I'm doing the math. Right now, Mad Mom, my mindset is I'm doing the math. Worst case scenario, if they pick everybody that I, I'm, I'm pretty much just lining up. So when I make this pick, I've got four picks in between my next pick. So I'm, I'm kind of doing the math. If they take, you know, these four guys, who's the fifth guy that I would want. And I'm seeing if I'm okay with that fifth guy. Um I think I am. So I'm going to go with. Uh, the anticipation hmm. is killing me. The buildup. Man. Oh, wow. It's one of those patented pauses from Wayne. Man, it I just, is. I got. I, see, and I had it, but then I'm like. Mm. You'd think this man is in a $400 league right now. Uh, Mad Mob, you you should respect how serious I take every draft, regardless of how little it is or how big it is. I, I I try and get the best team, and I think that our our odds draft really shafted me. Do getting the last getting getting the last pick in this one hurt? Uh, my backfield's sketchy at best, Very. Um, and my receivers aren't looking too good either. I'm going to – it's between Amon Ra and Elijah Moore. Oh, yeah. Hang okay. on. Did you say, did he say Elijah Moore, Goni? Do you remember – one of the two. 
Do you remember the venom he was spitting over Elijah Moore? Just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, are are we taking people off the six worst teams in the NFL? Or I, well, I also I, spit venom on Christian Kirk. I think you had Garrett Wilson to do better than Elijah Moore is what he's referring to. Exactly. And that's, better, that, that wasn't one of your, the two names you named. I, I, I'm, not a, I'm no flip-flopper. I'm going Amon Ra. Amon Ra. The sun Amon Ra. Well, Man, I just, I just got sniped there because I 100% wanted Amon Ra. So, I mean, it's back to me here. It's rough. It's definitely rough out here. And looking at what we have next, has Damian Pierce been chosen yet? He has not. Yeah, he has been. He has not. You chosen Beggs? He's not been chosen. Damian Pierce. <laughs> Damian Pierce it is. What a joke. Hold that for me, Beggs. joke. I've done nine segments on the guy this year on the podcast. and Why didn't you draft him first overall? Shame on you. Pierce, listen to that. If Gabe Davis was in here, I would have drafted him. Listen to that. Brutal. Brutal. You win some and you lose some. Beggs loses most. Win some and you lose are, some. Are we, gonna, are we getting bench spots or are we just doing quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end flex? Correct. Exactly. No defense, no kicker. Well, <laughs> shut up, Gunny. So right now I'm looking at CMC – Montgomery and Cooks got the best backfield in the league. We've got a strong start to the wide receiver room and Brandon Cooks. And a poor finish. I'm taking Elijah Moore here. It's a no-brainer. By far best available, and it's not close. Um, my hesitation was for my next pick. Uh, you know, I like Khalil Herbert. I'm on, I'm documenting on the podcast saying I think he has more than a handcuff role in Chicago this year. Looked great last year when he played. Uh, since we're not doing any bench spots though, uh, I, I don't know if I can pop on him. I don't think he has that much standalone value. Um, right now I'm looking at Jacksonville as much as Doug Peterson throws the ball, right? Documented 65 35 split over his career. Is it Kirk or Marvin? Who's the guy down there? Is it LaVisca? It's whoever you choose, Beggs. <laughs> whoever you choose, man. That's what you have to believe. Uh, I've also got Jamal Williams out there in Detroit. I am worried about him missing the start of the season. Uh, what's, where's he at, guys? I'm coming back. Let me know his availability. Jamal Williams? Yeah, for Detroit. He's there for you. Take him. No, but is he, uh, he going to miss any weeks? Just for the sake of the speed of the pick. Oh, I don't know. I can't tell you, man. This is your pick. You have to know okay. your own research. Uh, hang tight, Mad Mob. Momentarily, I need to confirm. Going <laughs> guy. Sorry, man. Don't know what to tell you. That's fair. No, no, no. Don't know no. what to tell you, Wayne. You want to give a quick run through of what you've got so far? No. I said. <laughs> I oh man, this is this is one of those. Hang it up lineups right there. Just plaster it to your wall next to your DJ Moore jersey. Let it shine. You're going to be loving watching these guys this year. Sickening. Along with the team that drafted as well. All right. I'm going to take – okay, so um, instead of taking uh, Jamal, I'm going to go ahead and shore up the best tight end 
and that's TJ Hawkinson. I'm by far in that position every week. Not worried about anybody else. Well, kind of got sniped there. Ah, I didn't really get sniped. You got sniped. You got sniped. No, no, no. The strategy was you were getting ready to take Jamal Williams, and then I would have been safe by taking Hawkinson or Cole Komet this round. I wouldn't have had to. It would go to Wayne. If he took Cole Komet or Hawkinson, then I would take it on the way back. But since you showed your hand first, I'm going to go ahead and take Cole Komet as – my tight end. That's fine. Easy I'll pick. beat you every week. Easy pick there. Wayne's on the clock. Um, so uh, my train of thought is uh, they both have tight ends. Now I can I can wait. Um, that's fine. I I was going to take uh, TJ Hawkinson or Colcomet if either of them made it back to me. Um, they didn't, so that's fine. I have quarterback and a flex that I can fill and not worry about the tight end position anymore. I have... Um, I'm at the point where for my flex, I want it to be a running back who is it's going to hurt me as if everybody's healthy for all of us, it's going to hurt me, but I don't think all of us are going to avoid the injury plague at the running back position um, this season, especially me. I have Saquon Barkley and Travis Etienne, two people that anyways. So my so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take that hit in overall starting lineup points to uh, hopefully be safe safer from a running back injury absolutely demolishing my chance at winning this thing. Um, so I'm looking at uh, Michael Carter, James Robinson, or Matt Breida. Matt Breida is obviously the far and away the worst among the three, um, but he's a direct handcuff to Saquon Barkley. But my issue is he's he's also hurt. <laughs> So, so it's kind of pointless there. Um, I I think Michael Carter has the best shot at getting um, the majority of the share um, right off the bat in New York. Um, but James Robinson, um, he's done it before, and he's a he's a direct handcuff to Etn. So if Etn goes down, he slots right in for me. Um, so I'm going to take James Robinson for my flex spot. Okay. Okay. The old Achilles play. The old Achilles play. Wayne, you're back up on the clock. Yes, I am. And I am looking at a quarterback. Um, he's looking ew. at a quarterback. Ew. He's looking at Justin Fields and he's tantalized. He's just looking. Disgusting. Uh, window shopping for quarterbacks. Uh, let's go ahead and throw Zach Wilson out the window. Yeah. Let's throw Terrible. Danny Dimes out the window. Let's throw Justin Fields out the window. I don't want the Fields Mooney connection. Um give me man. Give me this might be this might be a little sketchy. And I know what you a lot a lot of y'all are thinking. You're thinking he's taking Jared Goff. I I have to find a way to combat um, who I think is uh, the second best receiver in here. I don't like Baker. I think CMC is going to run that offense. Uh, I'm going to take Davis Mills. Davis Mills, combat Brandon Cook's connection. Davis Mills was all right last and year. And Davis Mills was pretty good last year. Yep. That's why I, I don't hate it. Taking a stack away just just to be nasty. 
It's just strategic it drafting. Means. Strategic drafting is what it is. Man, you saw the pauses. You heard Listen, the pauses. Hey, hey, the hey, hey, are turning, Goni, bro. Goni, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about mm-hmm. the Begleys. Mm-hmm. There's been, in the 15 years of our winner winner league that I'm in a league with Begley's dad, he has won the league once, and every year, every year, he drafts Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and rides them to success. The rest of his team is absolute butt trash, but he gets 60 out of those guys every week, and finally it panned out for him. He won, he won the league um, two years ago, and what do you know? He comes right back, and he drafts Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. I don't know what he's going to do this year, but that's like his thing. He tries to get... He's going Devontae Adams, Derek Carr the this stack. year. I guarantee it. He wants the stack. Hey, yep. So so uh, the apple doesn't fall far. Uh, I guarantee you Begley wanted to get the Davis Mills, Brandon Cooks connection and try and ride it to a championship. And and that's part of what it is. Part of fantasy is knowing your opponent, people. That's exactly what I was going to say. Knowing the people you're playing with. It's he, true. Wanted, he wanted 12 this. points. That's he wanted 13 points for every tutty. I'm not going to give it to him. I was. You're going to have to take Zach Wilson if you want them 13 points, boy. Not today. Not today, sir. Boys, coming back to me, we haven't drafted a single a single Giants player outside of Saquon. I mean, I don't know how I feel about it, but I, I'm going to take Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay is my wide receiver, too. He's a wide receiver one on the team right now. What's that? You can count on him every week at least. Yeah, uh, at least he's good for daps, right? It's good for daps, bro. He gives incredible daps. All right. Can we score points for daps? Cannot. Uh, I think not. that comes uh, out right. to 0.0 on the standard PPR point scoring. Gotcha. Well, you don't ask, you don't know. So I asked, and now I know. <laughs> Begs, you're up for two. All right. Loving the roster right now, by the way. I think it's by far the best in the league. I see him see Montgomery, Brandon Cooks, Elijah Moore, and TJ Hawkinson. Love the roster. Great draft. I have just a flex and a QB left. I was absolutely going to take Davis Mills. Um, <laughs> to me, it's I'm torn between Goff, Danny Dimes, and Baker at QB. I'm worried about Baker because I think Sam Darnold's going to be looming. Yeah, Baker may not even win that job. So to me, it's Danny Dimes playing for his life. He uses his legs enough uh, to be dangerous. And he's got Brian Dable there. He's going to beef up the offense a little bit. And then I got Jared Goff, who I think probably is the best quarterback of the bunch, but he doesn't have the scrambling uh, that Danny gives you. Oof. I feel like Goni wants golf. In my heart of hearts, I think Goni – although Goni might take fields because he, like, he likes the legs. Um, <sighs> give me – You've got two picks, so you're getting your guys no matter what. I know. The, the other problem, too, is, is Danny misses games. He hasn't played a full season yet in his career. Everyone misses games. Give me Jared Goff. Give me Jared Goff. I'm gonna I'm gonna be conservative again with CMC. I gotta be conservative. That's what this whole team's based around. Because if he goes hurt, I gotta have guys who are playing every week to try to at least score some points for me. Uh, really concerned about him. And for my last pick for flex. 
Did you take Michael Carter, Wayne? No. Oh. Michael Carter. It's, it's either it's either Michael Carter or Jags receiver. Nobody's taking a Jags receiver. Somebody's going to catch the ball. They're going to throw it a lot. They're going to be playing from behind. I like Michael Carter, especially if Zach Wilson's hurt. We know Mike White's going to be playing. It's check down central. Lord. Instead of taking the timeshare, I'm going to take – gosh, kills my soul. I'm going to say Christian Kirk out of Jacksonville, man. I mean, they paid him at $80 million. Doug Peterson is going to throw the ball. I'm hoping he gets, gets creative, gets Christian Kirk involved in the offense. It's an RPO scheme out there now. All right, Christian Kirk it is. <laughs> Wayne, you have two more guys left, right? One. Is that correct? You have one? Yeah, it ends at me. Oh. Yeah. Something something happened here because I have two more picks left and Bagley's done. And it needs to go back to you and then back to me again. So one of these end pieces right here messed up somewhere. I don't know who it is. I'm not going to name names. It's probably Beggs, but... Um, I can tell you my... Hang on, no, but hang on a second. Let me take my picks in order. I had CMC... Then on the okay. turn, I grabbed Montgomery, and I grabbed uh, Brandon Cooks. Wait, there shouldn't – hang on. Hang on. So CMC, who'd you take going? You took, took D. Swift. Swift. I took I took uh, Barkley and Etienne. Who'd you take? Uh, DJ Moore. Okay. Who'd you take, Begley? I took Montgomery and Brandon Cooks. Okay. Goni? Brees Hall. It was Wayne. I repeat, Brees Hall. It was Wayne. Who did Wayne? Was... No, Wayne took two. I feel like it's above board. I'm just saying something is wrong here. I've we're taken. I have six middle. players, so I've taken two, two, and two. Three, four, yeah. five. I have six players as well. Begley should have seven. No. No, because Begley was first. He yeah, should be I the should. last pick in the draft. No? Oh, you know why? Because we have an even number of rounds, I think. We don't. We're, we're doing seven rounds, no? No, we're doing two flexes. No? Begs, did you do two flexes? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, then I guess one. So well, why here, is Begley we... done? Begley should be the last one done, no? no. He's the first do pick. The he should be the last one done, right? Do the math on it. If if we add a flex, yes. We can add a flex and a and a defense if you want. I feel like we gotta add a flex. It's just one spot. We need an even number of rounds for you to go last. Yeah, I feel like we gotta add a flex. All right. Yeah, we'll, add, we'll add the flex. Little frustrating uh, I took a quarterback. I think Goni, <laughs> We we, we all got, took a quarterback. Goni should have to take a quarterback here. Goni has to do I a didn't quarterback. Take a quarterback. Has to. Oh, okay. I have to take a quarterback here. David Mills would have been my first pick for sure out of this. So for me, it's going to be either Justin Fields for the upside, even though the man might die this year, Uh, or it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Honestly, I think he's got, you know, the room to grow and become what he was drafted to be. So let me just go ahead and throw my eggs in the basket Swing for the fences, and I'm going to take Justin Fields. 
Best of luck. Justin Fields it is. All right, Wayne, you're on your last two. Okay. Um, uh, same mindset. I have two injury-prone running backs. Do I want to get a handcuff? Or do I want to go for the points this time? I'm looking at Decision. the available receivers, and I'm not impressed. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Michael Carter. That's my I think that's best available. Huh? I think that's best available. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Carter as my second flex. And now I just have um, an absolute poop tight end. Uh, Mad Mob I have between Tommy Tremble, Daniel Belinger. Blinger. Brevin Jordan, Evan Ingram, or CJ Uzoma. Um, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is pretty notorious in not using a tight end. Hey, Dan Arnold was great last year. Huh? Dan Arnold was great last year. Anyways, uh, Evan For Ingram. A game, maybe. Evan no, 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 Ingram was, is. Why would I want to? It's not even my pick. Okay, sorry. Evan Ingram <laughs> has absolutely let me down. He's He's one of those tight ends. That for some reason his ADP is always decently high, and I never understand why. And I've fallen for it a few times. Uh, Tommy Trimble, Daniel Bellinger, and Brevin Jordan. I I feel like I have to go. CJ Uzoma here. I mean, I, I'm picking. I'm trying to pick the shiniest of absolute nasty turds. So. Uh, uh, the turds, the turds at the bottom of the sewage is what you're. Yeah, picking those are from right now. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> you're like for turds, I'm talking like construction site porter potty been out there for a couple months type turds yeah. that I'm picking from. Um, yeah. So give me CJ Uzoma to round out my um, uh, terrible team fantasy lineup. Diarrhea puddles, man. Coming back to me, my last pick. This is just a purely high upside pick. Uh, we're not working with a lot here. So I guess it's kind of easy if I'm just going for the upside. It's going to be Kadarius Tony, boys. Yeah, yeah. Kadarius Tony. That's infuriating. That's Love funny. to hear that on the last pick right there. That, that's what you That's what you aim for, Mad Mob, is to hear that out of your draft mates. Infuriating. Snipe it right in front of them. Bags did somebody take Kenny Galladay? I did, yes. Oh, you took He's Kenny my Gall- wide receiver, too, and I have... Tony in the flex. Oh, uh, banking on banking on Danny Dimes tossing the rock a lot, huh? Just hoping for one of them to blow up and the other one to pull him down to average out. So for me, it's between uh, Jamison Williams out in Detroit, and it's between Garrett Wilson, uh, New York. I think I like Jamison Williams, but who's, who's Jamison Williams? Oh, receiver. I thought you yeah, were talking. I thought you were discussing Jamal Williams, your last pick. I met Jamison before. I just said Jamal. Uh, oh, okay. But he's, he's going to miss time. I think he's a super high upside pick, though. <sighs> Decisions. Yeah, this is when you have CMC on the roster, man. I feel like I feel like my whole roster is crucial. I don't know that I want to take another guy who's I, going to be missing time. I feel the exact opposite. I feel like when you have CMC on your roster, the rest of it doesn't matter. <laughs> If he plays, That's why you draft CMC, man? You're hoping, you're expecting the big time games out of him. 
Begley Luck says he will get injured this preseason. By the way, if he plays a, a preseason game, get Matt Rule out of there. Go ahead and fire him. He won't. Zero percent chance. Give me uh, give me Jamison Williams as as my last super high upside guy. Jamison Williams to round oh. it out. Begs, go ahead and read off your final scrub team here. All right, final script, which by far is so much better than your guys. It's not close. What a great draft for me. I have Jared Goff at quarterback. I've got CMC at running back to pair with David Montgomery, by far the best backfield in the league. I've got Brandon Cooks. I've got Elijah Moore as my receiver. Love it. Rock steady. Best wide receiver room in the league. (laughs) (laughs) I've got TJ Hawkinson, who is – Definitely giving me the best tight end room in the league, and it's not. <laughs> and then for my flex spots, I've got Jamison Williams, who I talked about, and I'm taking Christian Kirk, which might be the weakest flex room in the league. All right. Wayne, what's your final scrub roster look like? Uh, quarterback, Davis Mills, uh, best quarterback room in the league. Uh, <laughs> running back, Saquon Barkley and Travis Etienne. Um, highest upside running back in the room. Um, wide receivers, I got Darnell Mooney and Amon Ra, highest volume receiver in the room. Uh, tight end, CJ Uzoma, uh, absolute stinkiest turd in the room. Um, and my flexes, I went with two running backs, Michael Carter and James Robinson. Again, I have two injury-prone running backs, and I don't want to just completely lose out on those. Um, I feel like the guys that just went straight receivers are going to be a little – Gonna be hurting a little bit if an injury happens, and I feel like your boy isn't. We'll see. We'll see, man. You're hoping for Mike White, man. Mike Uh, White. 16, 17 games of Mike White would be phenomenal just for the league as a whole. Yes. My final scrub roster is Justin Fields. High risk, high reward play. Mostly risk, I think, for the most part. The running backs are DeAndre Swift and Brees Hall, probably the best floor in the room right now. We've got DJ Moore and Kenny Galladay, which is just the best receiver in the draft and the biggest question mark of this draft. Uh, Cole Komet, hopeful PPR machine. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Justin Fields, I got the nice little stack going on there. Hopefully he scores a touchdown this year. And then the flex spots are Damian Pierce and Kadarius Toney which I believe is the highest upside in the room. We'll come to see. We're going to be tracking this all year, ladies and gentlemen. We got these doinks going into the ledger. And, uh, I mean, you got who's going to win? Who's going to win between the three of us? I think if CMC stays healthy, that's a no-brainer. I mean, he got CMC. That's He's a walking 25-point game, and we're all hoping for 10-point games from our guys. Um, so Begley got Begley got lucky with the number one pick, you know, by sucking with the doinks. Um, I'm loaded, man. I'm not worried. Even if CMC, if he plays 12 games, I win comfortably. That's that's probably true. That's the the Begley luck of the first pick right there. Hopefully winning. So it's your your lead to blow. Let's see if you choke on it, and we'll we'll find out. That's all for us today, Mad Mob. Email us at madffpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Join our Facebook group, Mad Fantasy Football, where you can discuss everything fantasy with our community. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts at Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and give us a follow. Your support is greatly appreciated. 
And last but not least, we just launched a TikTok and an Instagram. The TikTok is mad underscore FF underscore podcast, and the Instagram is at mad FF podcast. We'll be uploading clips and snippets of relevant info or just one of us getting clowned. So should be Listen. good. Come check us out. Give us follows. Uh, we got a Q&A coming up soon as we continue to count down to kickoff for the season. So thank you for listening. Mad Mob out. CJ Uzama for LVP. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop.